Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning the seventh and last Aliyah in Parshas Truma. The topic of our Aliyah is the courtyard, the Azara, which is made um, uh, surrounding the Mishkan. It is 11 Sukim long, running from Perikov Zayim, Pasuk Tes to Yud Tes. Let's take a look at a brief overview and then we'll try to look at some points to ponder. So we're told the Chatzar HaMishkan, the courtyard of the Mishkan is made and it is made based using these beams which are apart from each other, unlike the beams of the walls of the Mishkan, which are next to each other, and they're essentially made of solid wood when they're all lined up with each other. Here, the beams are actually apart from each other, and between them are these curtains, these kalaim, which are made of linen, sheish mashzar, and we know that the dimensions of it is 100 by 50 by 100. And the, the beams are spaced at 20, um, uh, tw- uh, 20 beams per side, and the way it works is, is that they are made of copper. But um, they, they, they stand in copper bases as well, and they are, um, and they are, um, uh, they are encircled by belts of, um, of silver and hooks of, uh, of silver, which hold the klaim, hold these curtains um, in place around the Mishkan as well. Um, and we hear that, the, um, the, that the, this, the, this is 50 by 100 by 50, and we hear about the, what, how many um, of these beams or these um, um, pillars go on each side as well. We also hear that at the front of the Mishkan there's a gap and we have what's called the Sha'ar Hechatzer, the gateway to the courtyard where people would come into this um, compound where the Mishkan was in and that and that Masach, that um, that um, entrance was a 20 amma curtain which was made of the more elaborate colors Tcheles, Argwan, Talashani and Sheish Moshzar so it was uh, woven together from these these four materials, the blue, the purple, the crimson, and the linen, all to be woven together and hanging on these uh, four um, 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 pillars um, spaced out five amas from each other. And we hear that, that also there are, in the courtyard, we have vavim, these are the hooks holding up the, cur- the curtains. We have chashokim, which seems to be these rings around each of the pillars. And then we have the yistos mishkan, which are yisados of these pegs, or these, or, um, or, which uh, are in the courtyard. So that seems to be the general overview of the courtyard. Notice that the movement in Parshish Chuma has been outwards. So we've started the innermost sanctum, we went from the Aaron to the Shulchan to the Menorah to the to the to the curtains to the Krashim the beams to the outer Mizbeach to now the courtyard. That's the the movement of the parsha. A few basic points to ponder on this aliyah is what was the the material um, made of? What was the, what were these curtains made of? So the Rashi points out they were actually uh, they they were they were like the Kal Ayasira. This was this was not. Um, it, it was not a rag, it was not a, a woven material, it was um, it was clea, uh, it was clear. It was uh, stranded. To, it was it was twisted together, and it was like the Rashi, Rashi gives the example of like the kale svina. These the, the sails of a boat is what they look like. What were the belts for? Rashi says these are belts for silver, and Rashi notes a, a little bit of a um, of a doubt as to where the, whether they're at the top, the bottom, or in the middle. Uh, many of the later Mephorshim um, point to the fact that it seems to be that it's clear that they're, they're, they're in the middle as well. Um, and why do we have them? So the Sforanois points out that these were for Lenoi. These are just decorative. They were beautiful. made it beautiful. You had these copper-covered um, um, pillars, wooden pillars. And then they, were, they had circles of, 
of silver belts around them, which looked very beautiful. The Ibn Ezra seems to make a comment which sounds like it means that these belts are also there partly holding the hooks in place, which would hold up the curtains. What are the Yistoy Sachatzer? What are the, these, these pegs? Rashi notes there is a doubt as to whether these are weights or pegs. The general idea is it seems to be that they're going to be attached to strings, which are ropes, which are holding the the curtains in place so that they don't billow outwards. But he, he, um, Rashi uh, um, deliberates and says that in fact they must be pegs that are driven into the ground because that's what Yaseid is. Yaseid is a peg of sorts. And the Chizkuni points out that the way they would do it is they would first put the pegs into the ground with the ropes attached and then they would hoist up the the sails or the or the the curtains up so they would be very taut and they would not blow and billow around in the wind. Now, why is the front curtain made of a different material? The whole chatzar was white. You can imagine the outer perimeter was white and then the, the masach, which was the entrance of 20 Amos curtain, was this beautiful blue, purple, crimson, white um, um, disc- uh, um, woven curtain. Why the difference? So the, uh, the Rav Saratskin points out that if you imagine what it is that they are protecting, meaning when you walk around the compound of the Mishkan and you look at the sides, what the, the side curtains were doing essentially in the back curtains were preventing you from looking at the outer part of the Mishkan. But the very front of the Chatzar, of, of the Chatzar, of the courtyard, was actually protecting you from looking directly into the Mishkan, which means that it had a higher stakes as to what it was protecting, what was behind it, and therefore it was a more elaborate cover for the facing the entranceway itself. Rav Hirsch points out that we should try to imagine to ourselves what this looked like if one were in it. Can you imagine this, the, the, the imagery of the, chatz, of the Chatzar HaMeshkan, of this courtyard? The first image that comes to mind is the idea of purity. Imagine that you're standing and, and billowing in all directions and sort of around you is all these white curtains, beautiful white curtains everywhere. It's the idea of bringing purity into life. But more than that, it also, says Rav Hirsch, brings boundaries into life. In order to have a holy place, it needs to be bounded off. It can't be that you just peer into it and gaze into it. You can't just walk up to the Mishkan. There needs to be a place, a sanctum, where even before you get to the sanctum, you're now in a different domain. That's the second idea we learn from it. He points out that it's made, the curtains are primarily made of sheish, which is linen, but it also comes to the word sheish, which is six. We're living in the six days of creation. This is the not the realm of Shabbos. This is not the seventh dimension. Six, real, six dimensions of reality, which is essentially the X, Y, and Z axis, positive and negative. So it's backwards, forwards, right, right, left, up, and down. So all of those directions, trying to sanctify the material experience of this world, bringing it closer to whiteness, to this purity as well. Noting as well, says Rav Hirsch, that we're moving from the outer outer perimeter, from the copper to the silver to the gold as we move inwards. So this is the journey of our lives, trying to find those boundaries, trying to find that purity in the very mundane and material lives which we lead, which is the place the Mishkan holds in our hearts and in our national identity. With this, we conclude the seventh Aliyah and Parashas Trum as a whole. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbos.